Welcome to the Dirty Slides Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Prano, coming to you live from the Laz Lair in Venice Beach, California, with my allergy-filled co-host, Andy Laz Lazarus. What's up, Joe? You have hay fever? I think it's hay fever. I mean, the Mets are about to sign you. Yeah, right? You're, You're just weird illnesses. All I'm missing from being a big leaguer is not having a... Hoof and mouth disease. Yeah. Yeah. It's been so hot. I think I've just been too much time in the AC. This is like Arizona allergies. Right. When you like go outside, it's hot, and then you come in here, and it's 62. And you haven't had your doors open in right. three weeks yeah. because you're just keeping it cold. I'm just like, I, li- I like it. I like it cold in the summer, hot in the winter. Yeah. I'm weird. Yeah. Uh, how, how have you been otherwise? Uh, otherwise, good. Um, saw your boy Andy Ruther last night at the... At the, what's it called? At the, the Andy, show? at the Andy Ruther Hostel Invitational? Yeah. yeah. How was that? It turned out fine. You know, there's like two people at the beginning and he's freaking out. And, uh, you know, Gubbins and I kind of carried it through. And then and then Ruther brought some, like, hosteler uh, up on stage. To do what? To do comedy? To do comedy. Just let... Let a hosteler yeah. just go for it. Yeah. That's very unruther like. Yeah. Um, yeah, this guy was terrible, but I mean, what do you expect? You know? Um, I was there last week, I believe, and uh, every time I'm there, I'm like, am I really doing material for like the hostel crowd? No, it's so all I brought crowd out, work. I just went to the, um, I went to like the rack of, uh, of like pamphlets yeah. that, that you use, that they like, the tourists can pick up, and yeah. I just took like, 15 pamphlets and was like let's go through the things you can do in los angeles while you're here <laughs> the harry good, potter museum yeah exciting not that bad yeah not that bad i kind of <laughs> liked it yeah you just have to do crowd work because yeah. that's all there is you know they don't know what's happening and uh we talked about it last week but the gays are officially in the off season so yeah. does off the off season the off season becomes uh post-production yeah i mean the off season like I'm uh I'm getting into tennis in the off season. Wow. Yeah, I've 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 played tennis like 4 days. Kind of just just better for your overall athleticness cuz yeah. it's, it's either that or I'm just going to play golf or go to the cage. You well, know, first of all, I don't we play should, basketball. First anymore. of all, we should play golf. Yes. And also, uh what's your feelings on paddle tennis? Um fine. Have you done I it? I don't love it like Gubbins loves it. Yeah. But it, yeah, I like it. I, I like it. I don't love it. I don't think anybody loves it like Gubbins loves it. No. But um, I was never a tennis guy. Yeah. Like in high school and uh, sorry, in middle school, we had to, like in sixth grade before we started playing sports the, at the school I went to, you did like every season, you just kept playing the different sports. So like right. in the spring, they were like, all right, this week, it's just like all baseball week. In, this is in PE class? In PE, yeah. Right. And then like next week, it's all lacrosse. Right. And then the week after, it's all tennis. Yeah. And then so that when you go to seventh grade and you get to choose a sport, you've had it, you've dabbled in anything. Oh. And I uh, I just could not, I was literally Tom Hanks in Bachelor Party. Yeah. <laughs> I could not 
hit a tennis ball without having a two-hand wrap right. and just being like, oh, upper deck shot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they're like, all right, we're losing tennis balls. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, fuck, yeah. fuck you guys. <laughs> fuck you guys. I'm trying to learn this game. Um, and I've just never been, picked up tennis. Like, I just can't get the swing. But paddle tennis... It's paddle like tennis is a little easier. Miss small, right? You know, right? And, and I, I just feel like I—it's basically me being an athlete versus somebody who has skill, like yeah. racket skills. Yeah, and uh, it's—I I love it. It's pretty yeah. fun. I think it's really fun. I'm—I'm I'm totally into it. Do you have your own paddle tennis racket? I do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Somebody's serious. Yeah. Oh, okay. But but again, I've I I've, just rent mine. I have little racket experience in general. I yeah. played a little racquetball in like college. Yeah. Um, we had, uh, we had a nice little, um, we had a nice little racquetball set up, but I, uh, but my ten my, my racket skills in general are poor. Yeah. So as serious well, it takes as- a little bit, you like, I've gotten some instruction, um, some really good instruction that I never, cause I played like a little bit of tennis in middle school, but nobody really taught me swing path or anything. Right. right. So I'm getting taught that now. So I'm, I'm finding it pretty interesting. I'm just looking for stuff to do to like just keep me moving, you know, so I don't get, I don't know, stiff. Right. You know, we got October. I, I got to get myself in shape for October. So, like you said, we're in the we're in the uh, we're in the dog days. We're in man. the dog days of August. Yeah. As is Major League Baseball. Yeah. The trading deadline has passed. It's All the gone. trades have been made, and now it is August. September and playoff baseball. We got we got two months of baseball left. Uh, we have two months of meaningful baseball for some teams, right? And just two months of absolutely playing out the string. Totally miserable. Yeah, that's that's my that's, New York. That's, that's my New, New, York, New Mets. York Mets. We'll get there. Yeah. What's your? Uh, are the Giants playing meaningful baseball? I don't think so, man. I I, I just don't think the Giants are really gonna. They you guys are now in fourth place. We're in fourth place. We're not that far behind, but really we are. Right. You know? Um, You're certainly behind not only in games, but the Dodgers just going full load. Yeah. As they should, honestly. Yeah. They really should. Well, let's uh, let's go through it. I have a list of every deadline day deal that became official on Tuesday. Pirates get a new closer. Closer, is it Keon Kella? I guess. Ranger, Rangers get minor league pitcher Taylor Hearn and a player to be named later. And Austin Meadows? Yeah. Okay. And uh, so, I mean, the Pirates being buyers was was interesting. Well, like off that 12-game winning streak, they've got a shot now. Right. Right? Um, I mean, I, I'm not saying that they shouldn't have been buyers, but they're also still, you know, five games back or whatever it is. And, and with with the Cubs and Brewers ahead of them, I mean, I get it. You got You got to make moves, but well, you also. I mean, they also get Chris Archer, who I don't know how truly good Chris Archer is. I think he's talented, but I don't know if he's a number one. I yeah. don't know if he's a dude, really. Right. But at least I, I've heard, Milwaukee and Chicago didn't get Chris Archer. Exactly. I've heard a lot of, you know, when I watch Chris Archer, I'm like, he's certainly a a good to great, you know, big league starter. Yeah. But I've heard some people call him the most overrated pitcher in baseball, and then I've heard people call him like a a sure thing ace. Yeah, and I've certainly seen ace games from Archer. Sure, but I haven't watched him enough to go like, oh, I this haven't is. either. But 
getting but, a closer and, uh, and a starter archer not so fucking bad why didn't milwaukee get a starter right you know did, did the dodgers get a starter i think they got another reliever no yeah yeah um milwaukee's now got a one-ton infield Mustakas, they had to move Travis Shaw to second base because yeah. whoever's playing second for him, garbage. I think Travis Shaw is now moving out of second base, right? Oh, no, he was at, at third base. Oh, he was at third, and he now he's moving at, to second? Now he's moving to second, and then they just picked up Jonathan Shute from Baltimore, right. who's a giant dude, Yeah, and he's playing shortstop. So I think it goes 230, 240, 230, and then don't forget my man Jesus Aguilar, right? <laughs> yeah, who's like 250. Do you like this on your infield? I don't. No. 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 <laughs> I was gonna you say better these, hit these are a your boys. Home runs. These are your boys. I know. I know. I'm. I. I would like a little bit of defense and some starting pitching for these guys, but apparently they're just gonna be like, look, we're gonna score 11 runs a game, we're gonna make four errors a game, and we got a pretty good bullpen, and we'll try to like hold on to it. The Rays uh, get Tommy Pham. Tommy Pham was good last year. Yeah. And Cardinals get Justin Williams, Genesis Cabrera, which is a dude name that's, if I've ever that's heard fucking one. fucking awesome. And Raul Ramirez. Uh, Cardinals out of it? Your boys out of it? I think I think they're out of it. Yeah. I mean, the way the, the Pirates have made a move. I mean, look, are they out of it, out of it? No. Is it like... Mathematically, no. Is the, are the, Do they have a miracle Mets in them? You yeah. know, like, I don't think so. But it's certainly... I mean, they're not... It's not impossible for them to right. win. Um Let's keep going. Uh, Brian Dozier to oh, L.A. I mean, I feel like this was in the works for a long time. Like, there's been a lot of Brian Dozier to uh, L.A. rumors. So now they've got Turner, Machado, Dozier, Muncie. Yeah. Or Bellinger. I don't know who's yeah. playing first base right uh, now. Muncie. Muncie is. And then they've got, and then even behind him, they have Kike Hernandez, who can play look, anywhere. Look, T- Taylor. I'm a Giants fan, but I love Kike Hernandez. He's awesome. Just an awesome dude. Yeah. Um, yeah. Chris Taylor. Who's Bellinger. Like, who I think right now. Is Puig even playing on this team? I think right now they're going because uh, I think Turner's hurt. So I think they're going Machado at third. Taylor at short. Dozier at second. Muncie at first. Kemp. Right. Kemp. Puig. And Bellinger. The, I, the outfield's like Kemp, Puig, Bellinger, Jock Peterson. Kike. Kike. Kike fill, fills in everywhere. Right. That that is an amazing five man outfield. And, and it's it's ridiculous because they didn't make a move for a reliever or a starter. I thought I thought starter was really where they needed. And, and and all the depth. Like all of those guys could get somebody. Like right. you're, you're telling me somebody's not giving you like a middle of the road starter for or or a decent reliever for Jock Peterson? What would you? I mean, I, you're certainly could get Zach Wheeler for Jock Peterson. You think maybe maybe Muncie, maybe C- Kike. Certainly for like Bellinger. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Nah, I think I think they'd they'd have to get Thor or Degrom for Bellinger. Bellinger is a pretty he, talented dude. He might not be playing. Yeah. Or I mean, look. They needed a they needed a starter because it's really Kershaw, Wood, Ross Stripling, and then some kids. I don't know, but dude, how about that lineup? They could. Match. I know, That's I know. Awesome. But 
It's World Series or bust, right? Right. It's got to be. Braves get Kevin Gaussman and Darren O'Day for, you know, just a load of minor leaguers from the Orioles. Yeah. A lot of people calling this the low-key best move of the Well, it's certainly low-key. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not Machado to the Dodgers, no, obviously. But, I mean, Kevin Gascan or whatever? I yeah. I mean, okay. Right? I mean, that guy's a third starter at best. Right. Was that their number one guy in Baltimore? On a good team, Kevin Gascan. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a three-hole starter at best. Well, let's look up. Let's look up what he's uh, what he's done. Yeah, I'm just talking on my ass. I have no idea how good this guy is. <laughs> no, I mean a lot of people like. I mean, I I agree with you entirely. But I'd love to see what he's even been doing just like this this year. I mean, no, he's he's got a four four three ERA. No, guys, he's, that's he, not good. He's five and eight. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> I mean, look, I get. Five and eight can be deceiving. Deceiving when you're on the Orioles. That's that's Jacob Degrom's record, probably. Right. But Jacob Degrom, he doesn't have a four four three. Yeah, Jacob Degrom's ERA is negative four four three. Right. <laughs> yeah. Why? I mean, I guess people just holding on to that starting pitching. There's not, you know, nobody really traded for starting pitching, which is usually the big move at this time of the year. So maybe. These teams have overvalued their own starters, or I don't know, you know, because the way the Mets are going, man, you guys could have gotten. I mean, everything I, for I, all those guys. I said, well, I I still like hold. I, I know, know you don't want to hold on. I know I, you I like holding on to Thor and Degrom, yeah. not because I think we're contending next year. Yeah. Um, I I don't think it's out of the out of the possibility that we contend next year i do think it's out of the possibility that we contend next year with this ownership and with a three-headed gm that no one even knows who they're dealing with yeah there's a there's a major league gm who said i don't even know who i, I call don't even, who's in charge who's in fucking charge that's just the worst there's there's nowhere to go but up from there when nobody knows who's in charge of that team yeah it's, it's too bad fans can't trade owners but I would have loved I would have loved to see Wheeler and Matt's moved because I, I hang on to your two aces because you're gonna need two aces when yeah, you when you want to contend, but get players to get you there. Um I just didn't Isn't understand. Isn't Zach Wheeler better than Kevin Gascan? Yes. Right. He's been he's been incredible the last month right. and a half. And I guess Former the, giant. I guess the the way the Mets um GM, three-headed GM, the Three Stooges, as they're being I called. Mean, I thought it was Sandy Alderson who was the GM. He got cancer. So he's out. From being around the Mets. <laughs> um, but I guess their thinking was Wheeler has finally become what they thought Wheeler was going to become. Yeah. and so Which they, is a decent number three starter. Yeah. Uh, he's been, he has been lights out like yeah. the last, he's been lights out for, you know, his last, whatever, 12 starts or okay. something like that. And so the Mets are like, he's finally figured out how to pitch in the big leagues. Yeah. And now if you want this guy, that's who you're trading for. You're trading for the guy from his last 12 starts. Right. And the rumor is that they were getting offers based on his career as a whole. And they're right. like, well, that's not really fair. Cause he's finally figured out how to pitch. Okay. So us give, but I mean this, that could be good news for you guys in the long run. Yeah, you know, but we're not. I mean, how many pitchers do you fucking keep to build around in four years? 
how, how do you pay how do you pay them all yeah that's the thing you don't you with pitches you really don't know how long they're gonna last um oh speaking of uh dodgers getting relievers john axford oh uh, axford. Headed la that guy used to be good yeah exactly yeah, yeah. i don't i don't that's cool. I, didn't, I didn't really understand that yeah um and that was all that was all the uh the the deals at the deadline that was deadline day deals now there's more to come at the end of august right right the waivers period which i don't really understand what clearing waivers and what that means exactly i should look it up for next week's show so we can yeah it's it I, I i've I, like but these are not the last trades that are no, going to be made. No, no. The waivers and uh, the waiver shits always like I feel like I look it up every year and yeah. something along the lines of like they they like if they you can like basically put a guy on waivers and then if somebody picks him up you get X in back for it but they've just basically signed him yeah. and if he clears waivers and he comes back to you now he's available to be traded. I but, see. But there's like a waiver order, yeah. right? So if if a team like a team higher up on the waiver order doesn't want him and then he clears waivers, then you can trade him to that it's it's all fucking confusing. I mean, so like the waiver order is it the worst team's got the first waiver pick? I think so. Cuz that's kind of weird because those aren't the teams that are looking for players for right now. Right. You know. Todd. Um, but you never know who can end up on that. Um, I know a few years ago, the Giants got Cody Ross on waivers, and I always liked him, and he turned into like a playoff hero for us. So, and we now, shall see. And now uh, the, the not moves. Harper did not leave Washington. Yeah. Um, did you think – Did you think that the rumor out there was that they had put him on the block – and then the Indians were interested, and then just nothing happened. Did you think that was worth, like, is that worth going through all that? Yeah, and semi pissing them off. Maybe? Exactly. Um, I I mean, no, it wasn't worth it because you didn't trade, for, you didn't get anything for them. Right. And now you've got maybe a little bit of bad blood going into free agency. I don't know. I mean. That team is fucked. You know, this is just a culture of we've talked about it. Yeah, it's a culture of choking. And and Trey Turner had some tweets come out. He yeah, had to a apologize. Of, a lot of homophobic tweets this week. Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm thinking about just deleting my Twitter history. Yeah, you maybe maybe should. And I don't and, know. and not because I think anything's offensive, but because like I think five years from now things will be super offensive. Yeah. everything will be. They'll offensive. be like, they'll be like, look at all these tweets from Joe Prano where he. He refers to people as he and she. <laughs> let's take and not a let's person. take away, let's take away ESPN's dirty slides. Right, <laughs> he can no longer host. Um, the Astros basically did nothing except um, make a move for Roberto Osuna, who who's a reliever. Who's a reliever? I believe he's still suspended for. Like Roads? beating up his girlfriend oh. or something like that. So they made um they made a move for a guy who's suspended, and he'll be able to come back and play later in the year. Yeah, well, like he must still throw gas. Uh, Rockies did nothing. Red Sox uh, did not help their bullpen. Um, Dodgers no. Yeah, and and Nationals. 
I mean, Nationals, I feel like the, they not trading Harper. It seems like they were like, oh, maybe we're buyers. Maybe we're making a move here. And then they didn't do that. Right. It's just a very weird. Very this is confused. one of the weirdest baseball seasons in a while. Yeah. Seriously, with all the the uh, um, everyday players pitching, nobody trades for starting pitching. Yeah. It's odd. It's a, it's a weird year. You're right. Jose Reyes pitched last night in the 25-4 to Mets loss, the worst loss in the history of the franchise. <laughs> Steven Matz gave up seven runs in two-thirds of an inning after, not, after, they, ref, after they called him untouchable. <laughs> Jose Reyes gives up two bombs, hits two bombs today. My tweet today was, Jose Reyes gave up two homers last night, hit two home runs today, and most surprisingly... Uh, of all, is still a Major League Baseball player that the Mets voluntarily put on the field. <laughs> what the fuck is Jose Reyes doing in anybody's life? Are you still certain this is not the worst Mets season? Oh, yeah. yeah. I am. It, it's still- what would it have to turn into to like beat out 92? <laughs> We'd have to... It would just have to be like... Well, first of all, we'd have to lose a lot of games. Yeah. Like we'd have to we'd have to lose like a hundred games, and we're probably on pace for that. Yeah. And but also we'd have to have more of these. We'd have to have more of like disgusting losses because that was just like a team that gave up from the beginning, right? And it was just like ho hum, we're gonna win forty four games. Yeah. Um, you'd have to have like a massive losing streak, like lose twenty in a row, or just like every week, just like. Look at what they did today. They lost by 15. Look what they did today. Like, DeGrom threw a wild pitch that hit Syndergaard. Have you you seen paper bags over people's heads? No, but I'm thinking about... City Field. I'm thinking about starting the, like, sell the team march. Like, if we're marching against the president and we're marching for women's rights and we're marching for Black Lives Matter... We should be able to march against the Wilpons? Yeah. Yeah. Because, honestly, they've been doing it... Like, they're... They're the Trump, Donald Trump of baseball, but yeah. going on 30 years. Would you trade the Will Ponds for Donald Trump owning the team right now? Yes. 100%. Fact. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Because he'd come in and he'd shake shit up at least. You think so? And yeah. he'd spend money. We know yeah. that. It might be Russian money. It might be. <laughs> it might be. It most certainly will be. It might be rookie. money he didn't pay his taxes yeah. on. He may end up bankrupting the Mets. You've already been bankrupted. Yeah, exactly. That's not a big deal. The, the current owners bankrupted the Mets. Right. <laughs> and one thing's for sure, that row of fucking chop shops would become luxury bars and casinos with like gold toilets and shit. Certainly. And that's part of why I, I'm really thinking, I just need a really good hashtag. It's, you can't just be like, sell the Mets. Can't be like fuck the will ponds. I need a good hashtag. Maybe you should free the will ponds. Yeah, <laughs> and then I'm getting. A, uh, I mean, let Prano own. I don't think it's gonna work. No. Um, but somebody, we've got to do something. And I'll be at Giants Mets up in San Francisco, and I think I've got front row seats again. So that'd be a good place to get to a big, you know, fuck the will pond sign. Sure. Right in the on-deck, right behind the Mets dugout. Yeah. This year, instead of the Cespedes Lion King call, I'll just be like screaming fire to the Wilpons every time. <laughs> Kill the Wilpons. Would you trade the Wilpons for Jeffrey Loria? I, I can't think of anybody I wouldn't trade him for except James Dolan. 
Right. What about Donald Sterling? I mean, baseball is pretty racist. He, yeah, he like, fit right. right? Like, are, do we know that the Wilpons aren't racist? No, no, absolutely no. not. They might be racist against good baseball. Um, adding to the weirdness of the season, the Tampa Bay Rays now have a grand total of zero <laughs> starters on their depth chart. That's a fact. Yeah, they have, they do not have guys who would be classified as starting pitchers. On their major league depth chart. It's kind of like what you're calling for early in the season, like double starters. But now it's quadruple starters. But this is... Are they going to pitch nine guys every game for the this rest isn't of the even, This isn't even taking your starters and splitting games up. You like, just have none. You just have no starters. Like the Mets have, and the Mets are, we just said, a dumpster fire. Yeah. But Gesselman and Lugo, those guys are starters... That they made relievers. The Rays have no guys that by, you know, their actual roster are SP. <laughs> the Rays are finding new ways to do things. You know, it, it was revolutionary earlier in the year. And it's like the Rays like, you know, wait till you go to get a load of this. We're going to do this the rest of the year. But the, the, we're, the, the Rays One are... One and a third for everybody. The Rays are 20 games back in the AL East, right. which uh, totally, I get it. They're, you know, you're not winning the division. But they're 54 and 53. They're nine games out of the wild card. Don't they have any minor league starters that they could bring up? Right? Right? No? Maybe they don't no. want to fuck... Maybe they, I, I, don't, like, I, honestly oh, don't, I honestly don't know what their plan is. Yeah. This is the one of the weirder baseball seasons I remember. Agreed. Agreed. Um, Well, maybe we'll just see uh, a lot more of Sergio Romo starting games. Yeah. You know? It just seems like like they're going to go. Who gets the win? If they win a game. I think it's like whoever was in. Whoever's pitching in the fifth inning. It's like whoever's in when they take the lead. Right, but they could take a lead in the third inning. Yeah. Right? And have seven guys pitch after that. I think he gets the win, right? I don't even know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Does whoever get the game-winning RBI get the win? Yeah. <laughs> think gonna bring that stat back. Like, what's your strategy if you're their like if you're their manager right now? You just go go out there and like give me a solid two. Oh, dude, two innings? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's praying for two innings. Right? Like how how quickly do you run through your bullpen? Like how many? No, you run through your bullpen. Every, every game? day, every day, you got a twelve-man bullpen. Nine guys are going to pitch every day, and this is the opposite of the gaze where you guys pitch literally two guys the whole season. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we were like old school. We we're like Cy Young, just cookie pitch both, throw, both cook, ends of a double header. throws five hundred innings a year. <laughs> that poor guy has his arm amazingly resilient. Really? Yeah, it's it's crazy. I mean, he doesn't he doesn't gas it up until he has to. Um, but he can still do it. It's amazing. I don't know if it's his arm or it's just tree trunk pancake legs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the guy's a stud. Well, uh, one thing that happened this week on a not all that weird note is we did have some Hall of Fame inductees. Yeah. The Hall of Fame inductees were Chipper Jones. Deserves it. Vlad Guerrero. Absolutely. Jim Tomei. 
Yep. I mean, Jim Tomei, 612 home runs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. Only uh, And 1,700 RBIs. Only seven players in big league history have 612 home runs, 1,700 RBI, and 1,583 runs. Barry Bonds, Babe Ruth, Ted Williams, Manny Ramirez, Mickey Mantle, Frank Thomas, and Jimmy Fox. Have at least 500 home Legit. runs, a 400 on base percentage, and a 550 slugging average. And a super nice guy. Yeah. And crush balls. Crushes. Jack Morris, 254 wins, made 515 consecutive starts. That's pretty awesome. Uh, 175 complete games. 515 consecutive starts. Yeah. And you average 33 a year, right? 30, 33, somewhere in there. Yeah. What's the math on that? That's. 12 or 13 straight years of not missing a start. Yeah, more than that. Yeah, that's dude stuff. Yeah, it's like yeah, fucking yeah, You're a 15 man. years. Yeah. Um, 175 complete games, the most of any pitcher whose career began after 1976. Alan Trammell batted over 307 times in his career, 200, 285 batting average, 185 home runs, 1,003 RBI, 412 doubles, and three times he finished in the top ten in the MVP voting. Uh, this is this is uh, Chase Utley's best that, case, right? Right. Um, but three times in the top ten in MVP voting is is really good. This guy was the fourth best shortstop of his era, though. Right. You know, and, and career war. What is it? It's it's higher than Utley. I remember that. Oh, okay. All right. Okay, okay, Alan Trammell. But he—that's but that's his and speak. I mean, so and Alan and, Trammell and Bob Costas are in the Hall of Fame. Barry Bonds is not. Right. Yeah. <laughs> cool. And then, of course, the leader, uh, the leading, t- the leading two guys, Vlad, four hundred forty-nine home runs, fourteen ninety-six RBI, twenty-five ninety hits, nine-time All Star, eight Silver Slugger awards, led the league in assists twice as an outfielder. His thirty-one. Game hitting streak in 99 is 25th on the all-time lift list. Only Wade Boggs. Hit a home run off the bounce. Yeah. Only what else Wade, is there? Did he hit a home run off the bounce or you got a hit off the bounce? No, he hit a home run off the bounce. Only Wade Boggs, Rod Crew, Tony Gwynn, Stan Musial, and Kirby Puckett have posted a higher career batting average than Guerrero. What's his career batting average? 318. 318 and like literally never took a walk. Probably had 660... At bats a year. Yeah. You don't walk off the island. Yeah. Yeah, you don't walk off the island. Chipper Jones, 2,726 hits, 468 home runs, and more walks, 1,512 than strikeouts, 1,409. He was an eight-time All-Star and finished in the top ten of the NL MVP voting five times. Got an MVP, right? I believe he did get an MVP. Yeah. Yeah. He's one of nine players in big league history with 400 home runs, a 300 average, a 400 on base percentage, a 500 slugging average, and six and his 1623 RBI lead all third basemen. Yeah, I mean, there's n- the third baseman in the Hall of Fame. There's just not that many of them, so I think that really helped him. But also, his numbers are absurd, absurd, and, and right was there. and was the cornerstone for the team. I mean, was the best player on the best team. Yeah. for ten years, and of course. Trevor Hoffman, 18 Major League Baseball seasons, 601 saves, second all-time, 180, sorry, 856 games finished, second all-time, 
1.06 walks and hits per inning. Whip. Uh, which is eighth all time. 9.36 strikeouts per nine inning. Also eighth all time. And a 2.87 career career ERA. Mariano Rivera eventually broke Hoffman's save record, but Padres legend was the first man to reach 500 and 600 saves. His save percentage of 88.8 ranks second among all pitchers with at least 400 saves. And probably the filthiest changeup ever. Yeah. You know? Um, sort of the modern-day closer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for a long time, I feel like closers did not get in the Hall of Fame. I mean, Goose Gossage, Raleigh Fingers are in. Right. Lee Smith is not in. Is he not? I, th- I thought he was the all-time saves leader. Yeah, he was at one point. At one point. Um, John Franco, all-time lefty save leader, not in. Not in. Not um, in. That sucks. Let's Eckersley's got to be in, right? I think Eckersley's in. And is, yeah. is Smoltz in? I think Smoltz is in last year. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's the six. Yeah, I think they're all deserved-ish. Yeah. Alan Trammell's kind of on the borderline right there. But um, good for those guys. And... Speaking of Hall of Famers, we have the latest update. <laughs> Mike Trout. War. Mike Trout has surpassed in war in July four more Hall of Famers. <laughs> A reminder, everybody, Mike Trout is 26 years old. In seven games since uh, last Mike Trout Monday, Mike Trout went seven for 19 with two doubles, three homers, and 11 walks. Good for an incredible but kind of normal for Mike Trout. 364, 594, 947 slash line. Jesus. He has passed. Early win. Early win? I don't know who that is. Owner of one of the greatest and most appropriate names in MLB history. Win missed a season and a half serving in the military, which prevented him from racking up more career war than Trout has now. Uh, but he finished with 300 wins. And what war did he? Was he World War One or World War Two guy? 1945. So okay, World War II. Jackie Robinson. Wow. Yep. Robinson's rightful legacy as a pioneering civil rights hero probably overshadows a bit just how good he was at baseball. A 6.1 war per season during his MLB tenure. And he only played 10 years, I believe, 10 or 11 years. He didn't play that long. Jake Beckley, a dead ball era slugger who was not inducted in Cooperstown until 53 years after his death. Probably the best commemorated by this incredible paragraph. Beckley was a handsome man, though one of his eyes was slightly crossed, and he kept an impressive mustache long after all but a handful of players had relinquished theirs. Beckley yelled, Chickazula, to rattle opposing pitchers when he was on a batting tear. (laughs) He yelled, Chickazula, while the pitch is being thrown? Yep, and he perfected the unusual and now illegal practice of bunting with the handle of his bat. He'd flip his bat around and bunt. <laughs> yeah. As the pitch approached the plate, Jake flipped the bat around in his hands and tapped the ball with the handle. Casey Stengel was a teenager when he saw the maneuver performed. I showed our players, said Stengel, 50 years later when he was managing the Yankees, and they say it's the silliest thing they ever saw, which it probably is, but Beckley. Second only it. to Chickazula. Yeah. <laughs> is that amazing? Yeah, it is amazing. It is amazing that he's known for Chickazula. Flipping the bat around, bunting with the handle, and his impressive mustache. Yep. He's in the Hall of Fame. Barry Bonds is And not. a slightly crossed eye. Yeah. And Clark Griffith, another dead ball arrow player. So he passed a lot of who's. Yeah. Clark Griffith. But, I mean, he's passed, like, 
The, how many he, how many Hall of Famers does he pass this year? Like 20, 25? Yeah. Yeah, that's incredible. That's incredible. It's it it's amazing. So Mike Trout just still doing Mike Trout things. Yeah. Now, is your is your prediction for Trout still is he going Philly? I still think it's Philly. That's I, I'm like the idea of it makes me so sick to my stomach. Eagles season ticket holder, dude. From South Jersey. Philly's good now. I almost just threw up. I almost threw yep. up in my mouth. Yeah, I'm sorry to tell you. But hey, at least they didn't get Machado. True. Although yeah. at least Machado would have cost them some minor leaguers. Yeah. And then he definitely wasn't signing there. Right? Yeah. Like Manny Machado showed up to the All Star game in sh- like in a shark skin suit with no undershirt. Yeah. On underneath. Yeah. He's not. He's not trying to eat Wawa hoagies every night for fucking dinner. <laughs> Do you mean there's nobody in Philly who rocks a giant chain with no shirt and a and a jacket? Not without getting their tires slashed when they park <laughs> anywhere by fucking ingrate white racist assholes. I mean, even even yeah, fucking Manny even the Mich- Fresh Prince Manny moved Machado's out of Philly. Two Island, you know what I mean? Philly. Mike Trout is just perfect for Philly. Yeah, big old neck. Yeah. Just thick-necked high school football picture guy. Uh, it makes me so sad. I really yeah. hope. I really hope he just is like so many people I know that are from Philly or. Would you rather Jersey. him go to Philly or the Yankees? Ah, uh, fuck. Well, it's tough. <laughs> it's tough because Philly, you gotta see him every day. Yeah. You know, as a Mets fan. Yeah. So I think I think I'd rather him go to the Yankees because then I can just be like, ha ha, fuck the Yankees. Yeah. You know what I mean? Of right. course he went there. Yeah. What a fucking dork. Yeah. Fucking dork loser. Oh, passing guys in war. Have fun doing that. They're never going to fucking appreciate you. Ne- you'll never be, you'll never be Jeter. Jeter. Yeah. You know, it'll be like LeBron going to the fucking Lakers. Right. Right. Well, maybe. maybe whereas Mike in Trout- Philly, as in Philly, they'll they'll name the stadium after him. Oh, they'll build a statue. Yeah. The first real person they built a statue of. Yeah, exactly. That, for, there's probably a Ben Franklin. There's the uh, certainly the first real live athlete. <laughs> yeah, right. They fell a statue of. Yeah. Maybe Mike Trout will fool us all and is just so tired of everybody being like, "Why don't you promote yourself? Why don't you promote yourself?" He's like, "Fuck it, I'm going to Tampa Bay." I hope he just I'm going stays to in, Oakland. I just hope he stays in Anaheim. Yeah, because you think he might go to Philly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's certainly not going to the Mets. No, he's. They not don't have the, the money for him. And he's from fucking Philadelphia. Yeah. He's probably not going to the Giants either. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, let's take a quick trip around the league. Sure. August is upon us. And at the start of August, we have... Go back to the standings. Boston leading the AL East by five games over the New York Yankees. Boston the Yankees. is 75 and 34. The Yankees are 68 and 37. But the Yankees, a lot of moves. They yeah. had, they added Britain. Right. They added Britain. Who else said? Did they get a starter? They. I don't think they did. Did they? They just added that bullpen. Why am I blanking on who else? They added somebody else. Hmm. I don't. Hmm. God, I've got to lay off the drugs. Yeah. But Britain was a big one. Right. Um, Their bullpen's dirty. And Sale just went on to the DL. Ooh, that's not good. Well, what is the deal with him? 10-day? Yeah, I think so. Soreness. Yeah. Tired of carrying David Price. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> you he, guys deal with it. He hurt his arm throwing David Price's Xbox across the <laughs> locker. Uh, no more Fortnite in the clubhouse. So, uh, I'll, you know what? We'll go around the rest of the AL, and then I'll double back because I, I have an interesting... I'd like to hear your take on some AL East questions, but okay. five uh, five games back for the Yankees, who are obviously leading the wild card. Cleveland is the only team that we can even mention in the AL Central. Fifty eight and forty eight, they are uh, they are leading and will win the division as the next closest team. Just chugging Minnesota along. Minnesota is nine games back. They just traded Dozier. They've got. Um, yeah, they've got like I think they Jesse, know there's no chance. I think Jesse Stenga sent us a a picture of their roster. Literally everybody on the Minnesota Twins contract expires after the season. Okay, so they're going. They're just going to have an arbitration bonanza. Yeah, they're blowing it up. Uh, and then Houston is leading the AL West at 68 and 41, four games up on Seattle, five games up, still hanging on around. The A's. Hanging around, boys. I like this A's team. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with your boy Familia. I'd love like an A's, Yankees, one-game wild card Oh, that'd be hot. Let's do it. I feel like, wait, did the A's, was that a one-game? No, they played a series against the Yankees when Jeter did the the backup where he wasn't supposed to. Yeah, I think that was the wild card. Jeremy Jumby did not slide. Right. Yeah. That was a um who has a better chance of beating the Yankees in a wild card game, Seattle or Oakland? I mean, it's a one game, you know? Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's one game. Now, are Either you pretty one. confident that Boston still wins the division five games up? Yep. And so you've got Boston, Cleveland, Houston with a potential Yankees, Seattle slash Oakland. Wild card game. Yeah. Who's playing in the AL? Wild card game? Who's playing in the ALCS? The ALCS. I, I'm i I'm still going to go Houston and Boston. And that'd be fucking fun. That'd be great. I, I mean, both of those stadiums are, are fun on TV. Right. So I'd love to see that. The NL. The Philadelphia Phillies. Mike Trout's future home. Uh, <laughs> it hurts, doesn't a it? A half game up on Atlanta, fifty-seven and sorry, fifty-seven and forty-seven is Atlanta. Fifty-nine and forty-eight is Philadelphia. So back and forth. Washington five games out. Not sellers at the deadline. Not buyers at the deadline. They're still five games Just out. Just hoping. Uh, Mets and Miami tied for dead last at fourteen games back. The the Mets are only fourteen games back, as bad as they've been. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. I mean the Phil, Philadelphia is only eleven games over five hundred. Yeah, you know the Vision's Reds. Not the Red Sox good. are forty-one games over five hundred. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's the difference between the NL yeah. East and, and the AL East. And the AL East. Chicago sixty-one and forty-five in a dead heat with your Milwaukee Brewers who are sixty-three and forty-seven. Uh, and then Pittsburgh, six games back. Let's go, Buckos. But making moves. Yeah. So you are you are you pulling for the Pirates at this point? Yeah, a little bit. Even though you got your Brewers. Picked. I know I got my Brewers, but I'm 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 just I'm just pulling for. I, there's just something about the Pirates I like. Yeah, I agree yeah. with you. Yeah. Um, I I've come to hate Cubs fans at this point. Yeah. Um, I hate St. Louis fans. 
even well, though I picked them. Well, we know how terrible yeah. St. Louis fans are. And but I kind of like Milwaukee in that one ton infield. I, I, yeah, I just hope I hope it's Milwaukee or Pittsburgh. Yeah. And then Arizona, they're back. Hanging around. They made some moves. They're back, baby. Yeah. They're in first place? In first place by half a game on both Colorado and the Dodgers. Wow. Wow. Doyers. Your San Francisco Giants are, what are they, we're able to back? talk about them because they're one game over 555 and 54. Ugh. And then the Brown is down at the bottom, 18 and a half games back. How far are the Giants back? Six or seven games? Yeah, they are six. Uh, they're f- sorry, six games back. Yeah, they just haven't been able to get hot. The current wild card: the Yankees are six games up on Seattle, who are the second wild card team, and seven total games up on Oakland, who is one game out of the wild card. Tampa Bay, who has no current starting pitchers, no nine starting games pitchers. Back. So it's New York, Seattle, and Oakland. Yeah, the NL. Amazing. Milwaukee, Atlanta, Colorado, the Dodgers, and Pittsburgh are all within three games. <coughs> That's going to be fun down the stretch in the National League. Right now, it's Milwaukee with Atlanta, Colorado, and Los Angeles all tied for the second wild card spot, followed by Pittsburgh, who's three games back. The next two teams, actually, the next three teams are your San Francisco Giants the Washington Nationals, and the St. Louis Cardinals, who are all four and a half games back, and then the rest of the NL. The Giants, the Cardinals, and Washington are all kind of the same team. Right. We don't know who we are. Yeah. We're just 500. Yep. Yeah. We don't and, know if we're And amazingly, but still, within five games of a wild card spot is every single team in the National League except for Cincinnati, Miami, New York, and the Brown. Could be interesting. I don't have a lot of hope for those Giants. But. I don't have a lot of hope for the Giants, the Cardinals, or the Nationals. No. But, man, it could go any way. Yeah. Yet, personally, you can pick two wildcard teams. Milwaukee, Atlanta, Colorado, Los Angeles, Pittsburgh. What's the sexiest two that get in? I mean, I still think it's the Dodgers. And, uh, and Atlanta? For sexy factor? I don't know how sexy. I mean, look, they're... Their lineup is sexy. Right. But I don't know if gas can added to the sexiness. Right. Um, Milwaukee's just heavy. Yep. <laughs> Not sexy. Not really that sexy. Sports Illustrated will tell you they're sexy. Now they're like, oh, it's okay to be big. <laughs> but we all know it's not. Yeah. Um, I think sexiness factor, L.A., Pittsburgh? Yeah. Yeah. L.A. Colorado just play a fucking you know here's the thing play a wild card game in uh, in course that'd be great but I have no confidence that even if Colorado makes it they can make any kind of run right you know so I don't know how sexy that is because can they you know they're not going to win a series you got Dodgers win the division a, uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks make our nice that sexy be, that could be pretty sexy yeah yeah. And and the Dodgers and Colorado are a half game back, and they're three games back in Milwaukee. So whoever's leading division, that the West team is current would currently be the second, yeah, wild card team. Yeah. So, we're, I mean, it'll be fun down the stretch with the National League. I think, and Oakland and and uh, um, excuse me, Seattle will be fun. 
Um, so now the big question yeah. is, who is your NLCS? I agree with you. It's Boston and Houston. Yep. Who's your NLCS? NLCS? Well, I mean, I got to stay with Milwaukee because I picked them, even though they're heavy as fuck. I think it's Milwaukee, L.A. I think L.A. will find a way to get in there. Maybe they'll make a waiver move for a pitcher. Maybe everybody's waiting for the waivers. I don't know. Um, but I think it's Milwaukee, L.A. I, I, I kind of think, you know. And I think every game is going to be 10 to 8. The AL is so much easier because you know exactly basically who's going to play. Yeah. Um, right now, you have no idea. Like, you literally have no idea who would be. Who would even be the number one? To, you know what I mean? Right. It's like who who's winning the division? Who's? It's tough. I'm gonna go with L.A. Atlanta, Arizona, Arizona. Yeah, yeah. I like L.A. Milwaukee too. Yeah. I because then it could be like that World Series could be Arizona Boston. It could be L.A. Houston. I mean L.A. Boston would be. Phenomenal. Everybody would get up for that. Yeah. Arizona Houston would be second tier cities. Who do you root for in an LA Boston? <laughs> I mean, I root for the Red Sox. You're a Giants fan. Yeah, yeah, I'll root for the Red Sox. Right. Yeah. I don't know who I root for in an LA Boston World Series. I think yeah. I root for the Dodgers. Yeah. I mean, provided Chase Otley gets hurt. I would, this outwardly, I'll root for the Dodgers just to fuck with them. Be like, oh man, you guys, this is it. You guys can't lose. This is the team. This is this is your year. And then just watch them crumble. You're just trying to reverse jinx them. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> what I did last year, and it worked. Um, before we get to um, in, uh, in sliding into the DMs and the mentions, yeah. and, and getting getting toward the tail end of the show, we do like to dabble a little bit on the show and other sports when it's uh, you when know it's apropos. Yeah, yeah. Uh, your your quarterback. Has been out with, I mean, they're calling Bro. her a porn star. I don't know. It's been a while. I mean, like, I don't know if the word star is relevant I, here. I I don't know. She's what a the middle f- of the road porn starter. Y- you yeah, know? she's a four starter on like, a porn. I'm pretty rotation. familiar with porn stars from the nineties. Do you know her name? I Kiara or something. Kiara, Anna Kiara. Right. Yeah. So no. No, I don't know her name. Exactly. Exactly. How do you feel about it? How do you feel about it? I don't feel good about it. (laughs) I feel terrible about it. I think it's the worst thing. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Jimmy G seems to say all the right things. Right. Right? But then after after he took a fucking busted porn star to a fucking white tablecloth Beverly Hills restaurant, has the audacity to say, oh, yeah. I just realized life is different now. That either means, I don't, I mean, like, either you're a moron, which you could be. Yeah. Or you're a moron. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what, <laughs> I don't, like, I know it's a new world, and maybe Joe Montana was out with fucking Shannon Lee or whatever, some right. 70s porn star, but, and we don't know about it, but it's a bad look. And, yeah. like, the Niners, They've had nothing but bad looks for so long. Like Alden Smith, fucking Kaepernick banging Alden Smith's girlfriend, fucking 
you know, we have DV cases, I think, every year. You know my favorite thing about, like, when stuff like this happens? And I, 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 think, it's, I think it's a little bit overblown because I'm like, like, he might have been dumb enough to know, not know that, like, I didn't know, like, all right, she fucks dudes. Like, she's fucked dudes in care. But, like, I don't know who she is. Maybe he doesn't. Yeah, I, like, I don't know what his, I don't know how much Jimmy G knows but, or doesn't know. But I'll tell you this. My favorite thing when anytime something like this happens to the team's quarterback is like how often somebody will tell me how dumb Eli Manning looks and how dumb Eli Manning is. I'm like, Eli Manning's a go- Eli Manning's a goddamn genius. Yeah. <laughs> the the worst look Eli Manning's ever had was walking the beach with his shirt off carrying a fucking sand bucket. And they were like, Oh, Eli looks a little well, kind of fat. There was that counterfeit autograph thing. Yeah. yeah. Which was yeah. also absurd. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think Jimmy G, maybe this dude, maybe Jimmy used to jerk off to her when he was 12 years old. And this is the football equivalent of like old tweets, like 13 year old yeah, tweets. Yeah, old tweets are like, yeah, like really being excited about your old, you know, finding your G.I. Joe aircraft carrier in the fucking attic and being like really excited and taking yeah. it out to dinner. I don't know. I don't know what that fucking is. He just went out to dinner with the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> yeah, he did. He's like, I always wanted one when I was a kid. Yeah, look how cool this is. And I fucking, I bought one and I took it to dinner. I'd honestly like, rather him go out to dinner with the Millennium Falcon because then I would be like, this guy's like a low-key comedy genius. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not even low-key, just a high-key comedy genius. All right, like last. Andy Kaufman. Yeah. You know? It is time to slide into the DMs and Let's the mentions. Let's do it. I didn't put out a call uh, this week because we went we went heavy. Um, we went heavy the last couple of weeks, and mm-hmm. I knew that we didn't we didn't get to all of them. First of all, shout out to everybody who sent in your team's mo. Oh yeah, the team mo's were great. It seems like everybody's team mo is like our owners suck. Which, <laughs> yeah, yeah, which yeah. to you, I say, suck my dick. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> That's our MO. Yeah. You're not allowed to steal our our owners like don't like to spend money. It's like your owners being fucking cheap is not is not an MO when there's fucking owners out there that are stealing in a Ponzi scheme (laughs) and and, you know, having fucking and having uh, insurance fraud as part of their like yearly salary budget. (laughs) It's a scam, dude. It's a scam. Um, but shout out to everybody who sent in. You, there was a lot of like trade away all our good players. Yeah. You know, um, there's some good ones. I'd still like to see the rest of the squad. Yeah. 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 Keep sending your, keep sending in your, keep MOs. Sending your MLB MOs. Uh, this one is, uh, the, the one I wanted to get to absolutely positively first. Uh-huh. It's from at your boy Farrell, F E R R A L L. Uh, after he slides, are we pro wave or anti wave? I definitely understand the hate. Um, I'm I'm against hack jokes, so I'm anti-wave. Like I just think it's it's fucking old, tired, shitty joke. I'm vehemently anti-wave. I think it's one of the worst things in sports. <laughs> I think it's I I think it is a it's almost a picture perfect example of why if you sit in the field level in any seat now, you're behind a net 
because you're there at a baseball game and you knocking the beach ball around. You're knocking the beach ball around and you're watching fans in other sections. Right. While a baseball game is happening. Yeah. And then you're suing the team when you get hit in the face with baseball. Yeah. It's like, fuck you. The wave is stupid. Yeah. If you ever do a wave and you get hit in the face with a baseball, you should wear that. Yeah. You can't sue it, anybody. It, it's like, I couldn't it's be like more anti-McDonald's for making you fat. And, and the people that are defending the wave, who are you? Right. Who are you? You're Dodger fans, by the way. The Dodgers yeah. are the most pro-wave team I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. It's so. I mean, Noah Syndergaard is has been a, one of my favorite things about him. He's uh, he has a personal vendetta against the wave. He wants the wave banned from baseball. Does he? Yeah, yeah. And he'll basically call, our same reasons. Yeah, like, he'll, it's a stupid, yeah. stupid thing. He'll tweet out like, "Oh, fucking Marlins fans doing the wave today. Can't believe they've never won a fucking <laughs> baseball game." You know, what I mean? like he he hates the wave, and I love him for it. But also, and I did this on the Dirty Sports podcast uh, for the anthem nonsense, yeah. and I'll address the you know the responses that I got on the next episode. But I want to hear your if you're out there and you're you can you you like the wave, give us your reasons why yeah. you're pro wave. Tell us why you're pro wave. Yeah, because look, if you're in a minor league ballpark, fine, do the wave. You know, I don't care if you're bringing your kid. Like, if this is something for your kids. Oh, cool. The kids. So here's how the wave works. It comes around. Then we're all going to put up our hands. Fine. But you're at a fucking Major League Baseball game. If you're, if you have a child and the wave is going on, are you telling he or she to do the wave? I'm going to tell them why the wave is completely inappropriate. Right. And I would hold them down. Yeah. Nope. I'm going to be like, I know you want to do it. Yeah. I know it looks fun. It's not stupid. But this is why these people are assholes. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to be one of those assholes. You're not going to be one of those assholes. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. So slide into the DMs at Dirty Slides. Um, our DMs are open. Or if you want to get completely and utterly roasted, <laughs> feel free to just put it in our mentions. But why you like the who way. are you? Right. Right. Where? I mean, I'm looking for some really good arguments on the wave. I'm really looking for one. I really, because I can't think of Those one. Those people are out there, though. Yeah. They are out there. I yeah. know this for a fact. The same people who are defending, like, adults who bring gloves. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You're the same people. Yeah. <laughs> My only beef with the Giants broadcasting crew is that uh, Mike Kruko, um is pro bring your glove to the ballpark. And he mentions it almost every time. And I love Kruk. For adults? For adults. Why? Bro, I don't know. He's like, yeah, bring your glove to the yard. Who knows? Maybe you'll maybe you'll get to play. I I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's fucking dopey. But now you Dopiness. guys is it? Did I see you mention that the wave is actually illegal in uh, San Francisco? I don't actually know if it's illegal, but I know that it's such a Dodger move that I've never seen it at AT and T. Right. Ever. Yeah, you know, I'm sure. I, I I don't know that I've ever seen it at City Field, but I yeah. had I've I saw it back in the Shea days. That's for sure. Yeah, those old bowl stadiums were like perfect yeah. for the wave. I mean, in the '80s, the wave was a big, like it was revolutionary. Yeah. So so were snap bracelets. Yeah. Okay. So it was a Polaroid camera. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then we all grew the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this one, uh, I thought this was an interesting question, and I'm and I'm always open to this, guys. Uh, 
Not everything has to be baseball related. This run from Mick McNuggets, MC McNuggets, at JC Peterson 509. What's the best sandwich you guys have ever had? The best sandwich? The best sandwich you guys have ever had. Ever. It's really tough for me because I feel like the best sandwich for me changes depending on what I'm in the mood for. True. Um, one of the best sandwiches I've ever had was uh, a breakfast sandwich in Boston uh, when I would go visit my friend Danny at Boston College. Uh, I forget the name of the place, but they served the mother and child reunion, uh-huh. which was a chicken, bacon, egg, and cheese Ooh. with uh, a little Russian dressing, the mother and child reunion being the chicken and the egg. Yeah. Um, that was a – like throwing, throwing a breaded cutlet onto a bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich – I mean, it's never a bad thing. Never a bad thing. Never a bad thing. Um, I mean, two of my favorite sandwiches is in Los Angeles are obviously Bay Cities. I love Bay Cities. And uh, Labels Tables, in um, which is uh, on, let's see, like Pico and Doheny. Okay. Like right in the middle of the like Orthodox. It's kind of like an North, you know, Jewish deli. Yep. Oh, the rye bread there. Um, and I mean, like it's hot pastrami. I get hot pastrami with Russian dressing. And mustard. Oh, dude, have you been to Johnny's pastrami? Yeah, I like Johnny's pastrami. I, like, I think that's a great pastrami I, I think sandwich. It's very, 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 very solid. Um, my other, I love Bay Cities. You've been to Langers? I've been to Langers. I think that Langers is a little overrated. I do myself. too. Yeah, yeah. I'm a Philippe's guy too. I love a Philippe's. Uh, I've never been to Philippe's. Philippe's French dip. Oh, okay. So good. Yeah. Um. But Philippe's is more of like I, what I love about Philippe's is like the whole experience, like in terms of like exactly like every time I go, I get two French dips, I get a pickled egg, I get a piece of pie, yeah, I get an iced tea and a lemonade. Oh, you get both an iced tea and lemonade. Yeah, because they they put them in the little small cups, so instead of getting an Arnold Palmer, I yeah. just get one of each and go back and forth. Yeah, just two hand it. How do you feel about your? Uh Jay Larson really turned me on to this, but like, what's your uh, percentage when you go Arnold Palmer? Oh, uh, it's 75, 25. Iced tea. Iced tea. Yeah. And that's the Arnold, pa- Arnold Palmer said that because he said otherwise. It's too sweet. It's just lemonade. Right. It's too sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, love Bay Cities, which is an Italian place uh, here. It's going to be an Italian grocery. Here. But Italian combos, that's like, New York does a fucking Italian combo. I'll put the Village Green Deli. In, in Bedford Village, New York, their, their Italian combo was shredded lettuce yeah. and uh, sourdough up against fucking anybody. Anybody. And then I got to shout out, you know, another L.A., Fat Sal's. I've never been to Fat Sal's. I had, I had a sandwich that came with mozzarella sticks on it. What? It was pretty fucking ridiculous. <laughs> and, then, and then the question is, is a, is a cheesesteak a sandwich or is a cheesesteak a cheesesteak? I think a cheesesteak is a sandwich. I don't think a burger is a sandwich, and I don't think a hot dog is, is a burger. Is a burger on a roll uh, a sandwich, or is a or is just a patty on it? It's just still. I, I think burgers have to be their own category. Because there's a burger, a Malibu Country Mart, right uh-huh. off the PCH. Yeah, they put two patties next to each other on a French roll. That's interesting. It's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> that's really interesting. And then uh, my final shout out for best sandwich ever, Rinaldi's. Deli in Greenwich, Connecticut, steak, egg, and cheese. It's basically it's basically a steak. It's basically a cheesesteak with egg. What, how is the steak prepared? Is it just like 
It's not like cheesesteak. It's not thin. It is cheesesteak oh, thin. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, ooh. But it's it's like a little thicker than cheesesteak. Yeah. Um, but it's not like a it's not like a piece of steak. Yeah. So it's thin, and then they throw it on. But they don't obviously cheese cheesesteak. I do whiz. Uh huh. Um, but there, I I'm doing like I think they're just putting like American on. But it's got a sesame roll, a sesame like fucking hoagie roll. Yeah. So good. What's your favorite cheesesteak in Philly? I like gyms. I like gyms too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a I have a little place in my heart for uh, Geno's uh-huh. because my uh, my headshots on the wall, Geno's. Oh, how about that? Uh, we did a um, we did a, a cheesesteak like Elite Eight uh-huh. when I was there working for CBS one time, yeah. and I I blindfolded ate a bunch of cheesesteaks. Yeah. And I picked Geno's as the winner, but in my defense, uh, the kid who went out and got them the intern who went out and got them got them with onions and i don't eat onions and i think what happened was the genos just didn't have a lot of onions uh, and so and so i went that way yeah whereas if i have my pick you have your druthers i go uh jim's whiz no onions peppers sweet peppers yeah 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 extra whiz even yeah and i'll eat two of them yeah do you like the cheesesteak place here? I like uh, what's the cheesesteak place? Oh, on Lincoln. On Lincoln. I like it. I don't love it. First of all, they don't have cheese whiz. They don't have American cheese. They don't have cheddar cheese. Do they? What do they have provolone? They have Swiss provolone and mozzarella. I don't know why you'd have Swiss cheese on it. Yeah, and South End's pretty good here. That's actually what South, I get. South End's got whiz. Where's uh, South Philly? It, uh, South Philly. Maybe. The truck. The truck. Yeah, truck's yeah. good. Yeah. I really like the truck. Um, I like that when I do when I do the one on Lincoln, which I think is called like West Side West Western Steak Co. or right. something like that. I go Swiss and I get the marinara on it. Oh, interesting. Just because I'm like I don't even want it to resemble and let me down. Oh, you want to go different? I'm just gonna go fucking yeah. your style. This is its own thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay, you guys go sauce. It's not bad. Right. And then. Uh, I mean, so many fucking chicken parms out there. I was just about to ask you about chicken parms, but like, I feel like generally the East Coast dominates the sandwich game. Yeah. Um, Especially when it comes to chicken parms. Yeah. Yeah. And there's all and there's all kinds of crazy. And then another one. I'm going to shout out Cameron's Delicatessen in uh, Golden's Bridge, New York, uh, which was the cluck and Russian Uh, chicken cutlet bacon cheese russian dressing mm. pretty good pretty pretty good pretty good so that's uh that's best sandwich you guys have ever had but like gun to my head this is the last sandwich you're ever gonna eat i'm going with a italian combo yeah and it's oh you mean just la- last type of sandwich yeah like a gun to your head like this is you're you're no this give is me, your last this give is your me last the salty deli meats yeah this is your last yeah. meat, this is your last sandwich for life right and you can have any sandwich. I'm going Italian combo, probably from the Village Green Deli. Shredded lettuce is clutch. Yeah. And salt, pepper, oil, vinegar, all all the fixings. I'd probably go. I I, I mean, last sandwich of my life because I don't I don't know enough East Coast eateries. You know, for sandwiches. Yep. But it would probably be between the Godmother with hot peppers and um, the the pastrami 
at labels tables. And oh, is. let me shout out your boys. Um, I gotta find the name of it because it's actually the best uh, Italian combo that I've had in on the West Coast. It's in San Francisco. Which one? It's in North Beach. Okay, that makes sense. It's let's see, North Beach Italian sandwich. North Beach pizza. It's it's like a little fucking. It's a little place. Where is that? God damn it. These guys are killing me. Why did it, how does it not come up when it's clearly the best one? <laughs> Why don't you type in clearly the best uh, Italian sandwich in North Beach? Yeah. San it's Francisco. like, what the fuck are we talking about here? Anyway, I'll, I'll find it. God damn it. I'm, now I'm going to have to tweet it. Is it Tony's? I mean, nah, that's not it. Because Tony's is the good pizza place in yeah. North Beach, right? Yeah. God, it's it's fucking right by my buddy's place. I stumbled across it. Killer Italian combo. They have hard sourdough, soft sourdough. It's I like a, it's uh, Italian bonanza. I like I like I like Dutch crunch bread. What's Dutch crunch bread? It's it's kind of like a French roll, but like it's just crunchier on top and soft in the middle, kind of deal. It's a white roll. Okay. I think they serve it at uh at uh Bay Cities. I'm going to uh somebody who hasn't listened to the show yet is gonna fucking see this on Twitter and be like, What the fuck are these guys talking about? But I'm gonna sandwiches, dude. I'm gonna talking sandwiches. I'm gonna tweet out I'll tweet out the place in San Francisco that's the best dining combo I've had uh west of the Mississippi. <laughs> um here we go. This one is from Come on, clear yourself. Caucasian GBE leader at big underscore John 97. What's the best baseball fight you've seen or been in? Hashtag the Orioles are cancer. The Orioles are cancer? Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, honestly, uh, Odair's punch, rough at Odair's punch on Joey Bats. Pretty solid. The cleanest shot I've ever seen. Yeah, on a baseball field. On a baseball field. Um, I gotta, I gotta have the Bryce Harper. Who, who, who's our reliever? That's uh, Hunter Strickland. Yeah, pretty was pretty decent. That was okay. That was that, okay. was that was two. That was like two pussy like moves though. The glove throw and the helmet throw. Yeah, it was dumb. That um, part was dumb. I loved Ventura Nolan Ryan. Yeah, that was just an absolute beatdown. He wrestled him. Yeah, got him in a headlock and then and just, just started punched him in the head him. many, many, yeah. many times. It, like two hundred times. They were, right. they were like, "Nolan, your pitch count." And yeah. he's like, "I don't have pitch count. I'm <laughs> fucking, fucking Nolan Ryan." I'm the Express. Um, I loved the Orioles Yankees fight. Remember Benitez and Strawberry and guys are getting thrown into the dugout. Um, what? No, okay. That, I'm thinking of the Red Sox Yankees when Pedro threw. Uh, Zimmer, that was a fun Zimmer. one. Yeah. My personal favorite as a Mets fan, even though I was a huge Greg Jeffries fan growing yeah. up, Greg Jeffries gets traded. He's on the Phillies. Mets, Phillies at Mets last game of the season. Uh, apparently during the course of his Mets career, Roger McDowell just fucking ruined Greg Jeffries' life. Really? Be- because Jeff- too many pranks, too much hot yeah, foot. Yeah, and Greg Jeffries was apparently, you know, the, no ne- fun the, the next coming of Christ, right. and uh, he came up at nineteen. And they were like Mister New York, and right. it was he was supposed to be the guy, and apparently super, also super Christian, and like whatever, but kind of a fucking douche apparently. Yeah, so he's from Sarah High School in San Mateo. McDowell gets him out, 
on a grounder to first to end the game. And uh, it might have even been a ground ball like back to McDowell. Throws it over. Jeffries runs it out. He's out literally for some reason, even though he knows he's out, takes like four more steps, touches first base, like doesn't run through it, just touches it and immediately goes at McDowell. And final game of the season, they just <laughs> brawl in the middle of the infield. I wonder that that was truly about. I think he, yeah, I think he was like, I think he talked shit to him apparently after he got him to ground out to end the season, like okay. fuck you or something like right. that. And also there had been all this pent up anger about him in his Mets days. Yeah, I heard he was just kind of a douche. Jeffries? Yeah. 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 Even from the Bay. He's from the Bay. And, and apparently he's down in, uh, yeah, I think he's down in Orange County now, like being a hitting instructor or something like that. Yeah, it sounds right. Um, You got any others that stand out to you? Um, you then there's know, the one where the guy fucking stood up and kicked the catcher. That was dope. Yeah. That was one of my favorite moves. Um, I think that was in the minor leagues. Yeah. And I think Juan Marichal went after Johnny Roseboro with a bat. With a bat. Yeah. Which is fucking fantastic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty dark. Yeah. Um, though, I haven't been in any baseball fights that were anything at the end of the day more than pushing and shoving. Because, uh, yeah, beyond, like below a certain level, it's like... Yeah. If 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 you guys are actually like throwing or brawling or something like, like yeah. that, you know, you're not playing for months of baseball. Right. You know, high school baseball fight. Although the gays have a pretty good one on film. If you guys want to check my YouTube, um, it's called Never Nude, and uh, we had a we had this former big leaguer hit the biggest bomb ever, and a couple of our guys were like, "Run when you hit the ball. What's your first one ever?" And actually, the guy at who was on on base ran into our dugout and took uh, pushed one of our guys and took a couple of swings and misses after he scored. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. It's on, it's good. on the gays YouTube. It's on my YouTube. Andy Lazarus. YouTube. Nice. Yeah. Uh, this is a great question. Uh, I thought from Matt Sheridan at MT Sheridan 87. Do you think MLB should do one total MVP? Cy Young, Cy Young, et cetera, instead of one for AL and one for NL. If not, is that because DH versus no DH would affect it? Like NL pitchers getting edge and Cy Young facing less DHs. Fuck Chase Utley. Um, yeah, I think that's exactly why. Because you guys don't you, you don't play the same teams. But now there's so much interleague. Right. Um, it could be. Uh, it it could be done. You know. I think AL NL Cy Young has to be separate with the DH. Yeah. Um. Do they do like AL and NL manager of the year? Yep. Well, that should just be a fucking, there should just be a manager of the year. Right. Sure. There should just be a rookie of the year. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, and I'm going to, I'm going to say it. I think there should be, I think there should just be an MVP. It just fucks with, um, hall of fame stuff. Right. You know, because it's that much harder to be an MVP. If you're an MVP of both leagues, if you're the major league MVP, um, you know that should be weighted differently. Um, well, I think I think I you, doubt it's going to happen. I think they're. I don't think they're going to change this. I think you go because first of all, look at the major league Hall of Fame now with like fucking steroids, not steroids. Like there's so much fucking with it. It's like 
guess what? Chase Utley didn't win one in the NL anyway, yeah. so he's not getting in. He, he wouldn't have won one between both leagues. Right. Uh, I don't know if it's then maybe have a uh, most outstanding player, like a Heisman Trophy for the entire league or something like that. Like or add add something. Yeah, or go... Or just go MVP and then go like AL Player of the Year, NL Player of the Year. But like there should be one award for the best player in baseball. Sure. Call it the Mike Trout Award. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And for the next 10 years, Mike Trout can get it. Right. I mean, like, is there a huge difference between the AL MVP and the NL MVP? Like, Like, let's say Mike Trout wins the AL MVP. Who's your NL MVP? Is it... We were talking about it a couple episodes. Yeah, ago. we talked. We talked Hobbies about up there. Yeah, we talked about uh, um, uh, what's his name, uh, Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman. Like there, it it seems like there's a significant drop off between the Mike Trout Award and the NL MVP. Yeah, but once he goes to the Phillies, it'll be different. Right, but right. so but my point is next. So it com- this coming off season, Mike Trout gets an MVP, and then some other schmuck gets an MVP. <laughs> yeah, right. It's not quite the same. No. Maybe there should be AL Offensive Player of the Year, NL Offensive Player of the Year, and then MVP. Kind of like how they do in the NFL. Yeah. 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 Um, let's see. Do I have one more? No. Joe and Laz for commissioners. What's that? Yeah, Joe exactly. and Laz for commissioners. Let Joe and Laz commish. <laughs> um, speaking of which, before we get to our final one, uh, let Laz pitch. Yeah, man. The Giants are pretty much out of it. There's two months left in baseball. Right. What can, else you guys going to do? Can we make this happen? I, like, the idea of focusing on a 2019 early season first pitch, that doesn't seem that doesn't seem dirty sports. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it's a DSPN move. No. In the mess- Late season when the Giants are out of it and there's 11,000 people in the stadium. Yeah, that seems like guys, dirty sports. Guys, let last pitch. I, 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 I'm gonna Keep call, tweeting it, Sliders. I'm going to call out the Sliders right now. You guys went harder for Andy Ruther. Ouch, guys. Ouch. Went harder for Andy Ruther. I mean, obviously, you went harder for me. It was the original let somebody pitch. Let Prano pitch. I mean, it was a groundbreaking Twitter campaign. Did Andy Ruther pitch? Yeah. Ruther threw out a first pitch in Cincinnati. Jesus. How'd it look? It was not bad. Okay. I almost almost missed it as the catcher because I was so surprised it came anywhere near me. (laughs) I was ready to jump up. Yeah. I was ready to block. I was not ready to catch anything sort of near me. Yeah. Um, So I almost lost it. Um. Let last pitch, everybody. Hashtag let last pitch. Send Hashtag it to, let last pitch. Send Guys it to the Giants. San Francisco Giants. Maybe say something along the lines of uh, we're going to start asking other teams to let last pitch if the Giants don't get their shit together. Yeah, I'll go pitch for the Brown. Um, this one from our boy Gene Marty Hunt. Dodgers minor league team. T- he just sent us a link. Dodgers minor league team takes a stunning shot at Kevin Durant. Um, it's been two years. Since Kevin Durant left the Oklahoma City Warriors and the two-time MVP, Finals MVP is still hearing about it. The Tulsa Drillers, a double-A affiliate from the Los Angeles Dodgers, were apparently still salty. Durant left the Thunder. Ahead of Wednesday's game in Tulsa, the team gave an opportunity to meet a humong- fans an opportunity to meet a humongous 14-foot pylon- python. They promoted the event by calling the snake Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. Durant. <sighs> uh, Gene Marty Hunt sent it to us, and he said, minor league promotions are awesome. I love it. That's at Gene Marty Hunt on Twitter. I wanted to bring it up just because, obviously, Kevin Durant's a snake, and uh, it's, it's, it must be talked about. But also, sorry for your troubles. Also, Tulsa. it is amazing. Like That is the best part of 
uh, minor league baseball. Yeah, first of all, it's a great minor league promotion. As promotion goes, it's great. Obviously, the people of Oklahoma City, Tulsa, the surrounding areas are still very salty about Kevin Durant leaving. Um, great. Exploit that. That's awesome. Awesome minor league promotion. That's great. What is... Uh, if, if Do I you, think it's super lame that they're all so salty about it? Of course. If you were a minor league owner, yeah. what would be the first promotion that you would run? Well, it depends where I am, right? If I'm in Tulsa, yeah. oh, I'd, I'd jump on that Kevin Durant thing. <laughs> Yeah, because that's what unites the people in Oklahoma. Yeah. Is their straight up hate for Kevin Durant. Where did where I forget what uh when we did our fictional minor league teams. I'm hoping right. to be the owner of the Montauk Monsters, obviously. Right. right. Um what 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 was your team? Oh, it was the Venice Gays. Right, the Venice Gays. <laughs> yeah. So you're so you own the Venice Gays. What's your promotion? I mean, you've done Taco Sunday. Right, I've done Taco Sunday. I think I'll do like um you know just to go along with the gaze theme, it, like the the uh, the like crazy glasses with the eyes giveaway for your first five thousand people. Yep. So there's just like crazy eyes in the stands. Right. That'd be dope. Um. Yeah. Everything to do with like seeing and gazing and all that stuff. That's what I would do. So I want to do uh because obviously it'd still be it's it you know it might not necessarily be a Mets affiliate or anything like that. Maybe it's an independent. But team. you're hoping. But but I'm you know I'm hoping that the Montauk Monsters are at least an ode to New York baseball. Right. So I'd like to do um, a pinata at second base, uh-huh. right? Post-game, kids get to run the, run the bases. Run the bases. And there's a pinata at second base in the shape of Chase Utley. <laughs> you dirty slide into it. Yeah. And first guy that break, breaks it open gets the, candy. gets the candy. Yeah, that's great. And the candy is bullets. And there's also a gun in there. And then you shoot actual Chase Utley. Because <laughs> fuck Chase Utley. Because fuck Chase Utley, man. Uh, Laz, that's our show unless you got anything else. No, nah, not really. Not really. Fun show today. What do you got coming up? Um, By the way, one of the hmm. great, uh, before we do that, one of the great things that's happened in, uh, in our Twitter is you replied to a Dirty Slides, a tweet at Dirty Slides uh, about Josh Hader getting uh, oh right, and, and you wrote, "Gotta love the Midwest." And you, you know how many people have just replied to you like, "Hey, I'm from the Midwest. Don't dare group me with those people." Yeah, gotta love the vast overgeneralizations. Yeah, Chicago is in the Midwest. Don't put us in that group. As a person who was born and raised in the Midwest, please do not group me in with these people. These people aren't <laughs> right in the head. So I, I love, I love that you took a, you just fucking threw a grenade at the Midwest. No, I'm just like, good. I'm glad you guys are standing up for yourselves. Right. Like, what if they didn't? What if they're just like, hey, yeah, that's how we roll. We give, uh, you know, standing ovations to fucking terrible, awful racist tweets. <laughs> Good for you guys for standing, your, standing up for yourselves. Did, did that Did that take the shine off Milwaukee for you at all? Were you like, oh, I don't know, this, maybe I don't want this Milwaukee team to go to the World Series? No, I, I, I honestly, I didn't expect anything from yeah. Milwaukee. You know, they didn't they beat up one of the Milwaukee Bucks? Didn't the, the Milwaukee police? Just, yeah. Yeah, I mean... Um, yeah, I expect, I just like, I just like the squad, you know, and I'm sure it's a fine city, you know, with fine breweries. Yeah. Yeah. I've, but I've, I've never been to Milwaukee. I was thinking about making a trip while we were out there in Chicago, yeah. but, uh, looks like the timing is not going to work out. I will be in Chicago though for the dirty sports Midwest meetup 
The, no, that's coming up. The uh, I believe it'll be the second weekend of September. It's uh, it's certainly week one of the NFL season. I believe the Dirty Sports Live podcast is the fifth of September. Dirty Sports it's, Live. It's that Thursday. I believe it's the fifth of September in Chicago. In Chicago at the Comedy Bar. Nice. Then I'll be headlining the Comedy Bar Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, we are going to do a Cubs game. That w- no, sorry, we're gonna do a White Sox game that Wednesday and a Cubs game the following Monday. My first trips to either of the Chicago ballparks, Wrigley and, and whatever US they're calling Cellular, yeah, whatever yeah. they're calling Comiskey now. Yeah, and uh, so get your tickets to those on SeatGeek promo code Dirty and for twenty dollars off. Get your tickets to the Comedy Bar on their website. Get your tickets to the live podcast. Should be up on the website soon. And come. If you're in the Midwest, we've done a lot of dirtball meetups. We did the East Coast. We've done many on the West Coast. We've did, uh, we did Ball State in the Midwest. But this, Ball State? And we did Cincinnati. But this is... Did Popeye Jones go to Ball State? Somebody went to Ball State. Some NBA player did. Uh, but this is the real... This yeah, is this the is true the Midwest meetup. Chicago. Yeah. Chicago. The, 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 the capital of yeah, the Midwest. The gem. Yeah, the crown jewel of the, the crown jewel of the, Midwest. of the Midwest. So come for that weekend. I will be in uh, San Francisco the last weekend in August, first weekend of September for Giants Mets and some shows there. Added Santa Cruz to the list. I uh, got a show in the East oh, Bay. Santa Cruz. Uh, San Francisco days coming up. Laz might be there for maybe I'll, like a dirty slide strip. I'll, we're after. I'll be up there the twenty second to the twenty fifth and meet you up there in San Francisco before the first. Great. Yep. Uh, follow Laz on Twitter at Andy Lazarus. Yes, sir. At Andy Lazarus on Instagram. At Venice Gaze on Instagram. At Venice Gaze on Instagram. Slide into Laz's DMs for Venice Gaze gear. Yes. Go to yes, the Dirty yes, Sports yes. Uh, website, dirtysports.com, and go Get to your our dude shop shirt. Dude shirt. Oh, we've got to shout out our dude, the newest dude from Matthew Zerks, who hit us up. Uh, he sent us a picture about to deliver my first son into the world. Like quote, you better know your father's a dude right off the bat. Wish me and my wife luck fellas. And he sends us a picture of him and his dude of, shirt. In, of him and his dude shirt. And then seven fifty five AM today, August 1st, seven pounds, two ounces, mother and child are fully healthy. A mother and child reunion, just like my chicken egg sandwich. <laughs> Warren James Zerks came into this Warren world Zerks. a dude. And I replied with a gif from Empire Records of Warren. Oh, that's awesome. Congratulations. Your son Matt. will not ever say, My name's not fucking Warren. Because <laughs> his name is indeed Warren. Congratulations to the little dude. Yes, and the big dude. The little dude. And the dudette. Congratulations to the Zerks family. Um, that's awesome, man. At Joe Prano on Instagram, I'm trying to trying to up my Instagram game, last. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen that lately. Uh, I've been I've been checking your uh, stories. At Fix Your Life on Twitter, at Dirty Slides on Twitter. Uh, slide into our DMs. Don't forget uh, your team's mo. Those yeah, are you, great. Slide into our DMs and our mentions with your team's mo. Any questions for next week's show and a suggestion for a dude or not a dude theme. Uh, somebody suggested a Rangers dude or not dude theme. Love it. And I was like, yeah, maybe. But you know, we've done a lot of team themes lately. Yeah. Give me a not team theme. Let's give us. We'll we'll have a not team theme for next maybe week. Maybe like the all mustache dude or not a dude. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. But our dude or not a dude this week is we're keeping it pretty simple. Little Warren. 
clearly, dude. clearly, clearly a, dude. a dude. Came into the world and was swaddled in a dude shirt. That's amazing. He's a dude. He's a dude. Go dude to Dirty for life. Sports. Go to DirtySports.com, get yourself a dude shirt, and then find yourself a woman, impregnate that woman, and then swaddle your baby in, <laughs> in a, a dude, dude shirt. shirt. <laughs> in a, in ensure a, his dudeness. In a, in a dude raggle, three quarters raggling baseball tee, like a <laughs> fucking real dude. Dude. Boy. Wear the dude shirt, have a dude son, don't do the wave, and fuck Chase Utley. Fuck him! <laughs> <laughs>